Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And, and this, this is Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly. About being married to each other. And the industry. <laughs> I got excited. I, I wanted excited. to come on your line. You to jump in. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I guess I'm excited. You're excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. I just can't hide it. Um... Yeah, no, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm are you? I'm, I'm, are you good? I'm very uh, stressed and overwhelmed. Talk to me about it. Um, it's it's mostly good stress and mostly good reasons to be overwhelmed. However, Is I'm still it? stressed and overwhelmed. Um, so the play rehearsals are in full swing, which is well. great, and they're going well. You did so well the other night. You guys got to come home early. Oh, we got out early because the other actress and I in the scene, we were just so on top of it. I think that was last night. We, I said the other night. I think that was like last no. night. Two nights ago. We had rehearsal off last night. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what day it is. Um, but, you know, there are things with that of the schedule is set. You have to have sitters in for when Jason's not home and trying to figure that out. So when schedules change last minute, which, you know, there are three of us, it's a moving puzzle. Uh, and yeah. so you have to kind of be accommodating. It can get tricky when, oh, you were called at eight, now you're called at six. Well, now I have to get someone in for bedtime. You know, there are just certain... Certain things like that. Um, I just got asked today to be part of a, a fun, cool little... I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about it. It wouldn't talk too much. I yeah, would just say... But um, a, ve- a very cool project I have to shoot Sunday, which is great. And it's going to be presented to a major network. A major network, which is, cool. which is wonderful. Um, I think that's about as much as you can that, talk That's about. all I can say about that. <laughs> but... The exciting part is great. I get to do that. Amazing. It's an eight to eight shoot. I haven't done a 12 hour shoot since Lila was born. So being away from her for that long all day, she's not going to be thrilled. Two, we have rehearsal Sunday. So now I have to to pump. I I was thinking that while I was putting her down (laughs) for nap just now. I was like, oh no, I might need to. Um, I had to call the director and say, hey, this is going on. The director of the play. Of the play, but I know I'm called. You know, I know Saturday's a short day. Maybe we can extend Saturday and this, but I know there are other actors involved, and but it's for a network, and, you know, it's all going to work out. And he said, no worries. So, you know, the logistics of things, great. Rehearsal's now going to be moved, covered, wonderful. But now I have to get a sitter mm-hmm. for all day yep. Sunday, uh-huh. which is going to be more than what I am going to be making on this project. Yep. So then there's that thing of, oi, the worth versus not, except this is for worth a big it, network, 1, so it's totally worth it. But just logistical stress like that, um, yeah. That's it's the, just the reality of being um, a working artist, being a working parent. artist, being a parent, and yeah. being married, is and being married. It's just all that of, stuff. A lot of things to go. But those are all mostly good stress. The the more bad stress, you know, just feeling like I'm not there for people as a friend right now, and feeling like certain. Certain situations, I feel like I'm just letting people down, and I don't want to say losing friendships because it's not that, but I, I'm just, I've definitely been put into a different category now that I'm mom, and it's that whole thing of how to be there for your friends the way you need to be for there for your friends while balancing mom world while not feeling guilty asking for help, but feeling very guilty asking for help. So there's a yeah, whole, I think there's a certain level there's a lot going of- on. I think there's a certain level of acceptance that things change once you become a yeah. parent and a mom, and that's but it, true. It's, but a, it's hard because uh, you feel like you. The same thing can happen in a, in a marriage too. Like between you and me, it's like yeah, you know, we can go to being roommates as opposed to consistently dating each right. other. It's really right. easy to just cope and live into together. It. Mm-hmm. 
And I think make one effort. of the challenges is just to, um, like all things in our industry or any job, not to treat your relationships like work, but um, to still have schedules in your head, regular yeah. check-ins, check-ups, um, and in your head, keeping track of like, hey, are they reaching out to me? Should I reach out to them more? What do they need from me? How do I ask them to be there for me? How do I do that in a way that's regular, consistent, but then also not needy? Right. And it's a challenge, but it it's, a challenge. Uh, it's... I feel like I've been pretty good about texting and checking in yeah. and things like that. I mean, that I've been able to stay with, but actually being there in person for events or for things, and I just feel like I'm letting people down, and it's not a good mm-hmm. feeling. You're not. You're not. I appreciate that. I think if I think if anybody's actually had the uh, the stones to come and say that to you, I would be shocked. Aww. And if and if they f- honestly feel Thanks. that way and they're harboring that, yeah, that's not being a good friend either. That's true. So the the way you go about it is, you know, as a good friend, you ask people when you need help, and you offer help when it's asked. Right. You don't. Um, you don't keep score. Just like all relationships, right, you right, don't keep no, score, don't and keep it's score. a challenge. It's but it's it, a challenge when you challenge. you feel like you're. Um, you're kind of handicapped by a baby. Yeah. <laughs> by a 19-month-old, 25-pound lead weight. Who is talking like along. crazy. <laughs> Yesterday, we were reading um, Pat the Bunny, and there's a little thing, how big is Bunny? So big. And I went, how big is Lila? And she goes, so big. So big. <laughs> and both of us just <laughs> get so wide-eyed, cute. stare at her. And, and all of a sudden this week, it's just daddy shark, baby shark. Uh, the cookie shark is just the just the, the of, words are all yeah. coming out so much, and she's her opinions of what she wants and doesn't want are really shining and through. They also, <laughs> change moment to moment, and they change moment to moment. Yes, but she's she's a gem. She's feeling better, but she's yeah, not one hundred percent. Rocking through her little ear um, infection. This morning she was a little crankier again, and we nursed for an hour. It was very long, which I I mean I loved, but. Oh, nice. We're hoping to, she. You got to shower. Got to shower. <laughs> get, get to <laughs> you got to start yesterday. folding laundry. Um, but I'm taking her back tomorrow, and we'll see if she yeah. needs the shot of antibiotics. Such is life. Such, such is, is parenthood. Life and parenthood. Um, and I know I mentioned this just the other day on the other one, but with grandma, this is it's this weird thing of I know it happened, mm-hmm. but. It feels like it almost didn't happen. Well, I mean, not to get analytical, but stages of grief, denial is one of them. And I'm not That's saying like true. you're proactively saying it didn't happen, but part no. of your bi- brain and body is like not yet in acceptance. It's just that thing of when I call home, I'm still expecting her to be there. Or when I, if I had to yeah. call pop up, grandma would pick up or yeah. I, it's just little things but like that. I think uh, somebody who has been through that, I think the most important thing is to continue to... Um, Reach back out to your grandfather and continue yeah, to call your family because what will happen is you'll develop a fear of not hearing your voice and then you'll stop calling. Oh, interesting. I hadn't even thought yeah. about that. That's what I mean because it's one of those little insidious things that happens in the back of your head that you go, oh, no, I, I don't want to face the fact that I know she's not going to pick up, so I won't call. Whoa, yeah, and my, it's no, my an, mind didn't even it, go there, but that's no, but, true. But, but it's it's an, it could build you, into you that. Don't, yeah, you don't plan that. That happens. Wow, it just happens. Yeah. That's true because my, yeah. my grandmother, the other one, uh, Hortense, mm-hmm. um, my dad's mom. She passed away when I was 19. Mm-hmm. And then Grandan sadly passed when I was too pregnant to get on the plane. Mm-hmm. So that whole experience felt very, it happened, but didn't happen because I wasn't even there. Yeah. Um, but this one, this one, re- it really hit. And, you know, grandma and I were really close. And we were saying yesterday, you know, any future children we have won't know her. And then I had to think, well, they're not going to know Grandy or Grandan. I never knew Irving because he passed away. They're not going to know yours. And it's just this thing of 
life and this bizarre thing and how lucky my brothers and I were that we even got our great grandparents for as long as we did. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, it, it makes it's weird. It's weird. And it makes your mind just do some bizarre mumbo jumbo well, stuff. What's interesting about that and cool from a certain perspective is um, our chosen careers. Yeah. <laughs> if you hear a little noise in the background, <laughs> there's there's a vacuum happening upstairs and right it's above coming our through heads. the ceiling. <laughs> That's yes. Um, and what's ha- what's great about our career path and what we've chosen to do is, um, I think it's kind of like if we were um, architects or something like that, or we could build, we can build something that'll last. Mm-hmm. We can leave legacy and leave memories. Mm-hmm. Um, we can connect to artists. I mean, I, I, I don't know that I know many people who were born around the time Marlon Brando was born, but Marlon Brando consistently, af- inter- like, affects my work. Yeah. Pardon me. <coughs> that's, a, that's a cool example. But, like, thinking about there's ways to connect our children to the stories of our grandparents and Absolutely. our great-grandparents. Absolutely, and we will. And then also what's cool for us is that our grandkids and great-grandkids and great-great-grandkids even something like this, because this is going to be on the internet forever. Somebody can tune oh, in. Oh, you're going to blow my mind right now. Somebody can tune in. Two, they can get to know us a little bit. Two generations from now. Watch whatever projects we're in. And get to know us. get to know us a little bit. When their grandmom or their mom hmm. was a baby. Like, it's really cool. That's really like, cool. Like, with the beautiful... I do like the, that. The democratization of the media is... Yeah. It's made it so that people who haven't quite made it yet mm-hmm. can archive their lives in a beautiful way. That's true. Yeah. I like that. It's one good thing... That's come from yeah. everything. From is everything. <laughs> There's a lot going on in the world. Right yeah, now. there it's is. Weird. There it's is a lot going time. on in the world. Makes yeah. you blue. The what? Makes you blue. It does make you blue. And I mean, there there are many things in life that make you blue, but there's a lot with career, life, family, and politics right now where everything's just putting you in a funk. What do you do to get out of a funk? It's hard to get out of a <laughs> funk. Um, well, for me, uh, I listen to podcasts. Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I also, uh, I watch um, I watch YouTube videos, but then I, I, there's a yeah. handful of things on uh, on Netflix, Hulu, YouTube, or like that'll show up on broadcast that when they, like, come on, I just, I can just check out it from, on. Yeah. just watch. Yeah. What are shows like that for you? Oh, Friends. Friends? Hands down, Friends is one of those. I feel like them. Friends is one of those things that it... It's not something that we check out of. It's something that we check into. Well, that into. that too. That one. That one we just like, check into. If it's on, we put it on, and and that's and there goes three hours. There, of there our goes. Lives. We're then watching it. Uh, there are certain movies that do that too. That are just you know like the silly fun. What's your go to rom com when you're feeling blue? Oh, there are several. Uh, while you were sleeping, yes, is a big one. Um, what about that? Story? The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> I mean, Devil Wears Prada. Devil Wears that Prada's, was the other night. That's not but a that's rom-com. not a rom com. Well, I mean, it's like mm, it's not a rom com. It's not a rom com. But I put actually just I, I say, put while you were sleeping in Devil Wears Prada in a similar category. How? Even though while you were How? sleeping is technically a rom com, but I put them. How? Well, like wedding planner is full on rom com. Yes, one thousand percent rom com. Also, just talking quality. Of I filmmaking. don't put wedding How? planner and because while you were sleeping is freaking awesome. I don't put while you were sleeping I, and wedding planner <laughs> in the same category, even though technically. I want to pitch you an idea for an episode right now. Yes, we do a scene by scene breakdown of how <laughs> while you were sleeping is a good movie. Are you kidding? It's so good. done. Challenge accepted. Okay, um, <laughs> cr- actually. Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the gauntlet has been thrown. Actually, but, but Devil Wears Prada is, is definitely one where if it's on, I always category. put it on. It's an um, Academy Award nominated film. What was Devil up for? 
Devil wasn't up for an Academy Meryl Award. Meryl Streep. She was up for a Globe. She wasn't up for an Oscar. Was she up for an Oscar I for Devil? I think she was up for an Oscar was for Devil. She? I, think, I, think, I mean, she was brilliant, so that doesn't surprise me. I think me. that was in the, like, like a four-year run where she just got was nominated, nominated for, for everything. everything. <laughs> I didn't think that there was, was like an that, Oscar nod, there was like but a dearth maybe. Of, a I know, dearth it, was, I know it was Golden Globe for her. Anyway, my point um, is also, filmmaking-wise... <laughs> Just, just <laughs> one the scale of Devil Wears Prada, and I love Devil and this Wears might Prada. be my affinity for the fashion love, industry. But Emily and, Blunt, that's and what like made cast. her. I know Stanley Tucci, Emily Blunt. I mean, all Giselle of them. Bunchen. Yeah, Giselle has great little role. A, a, a small little role that comes in there. The whole eight. everyone's fabulous. Anne's great. Andrew Grenier. Yeah, great. Yeah, like, he's great too. He, Andrew Grenier. Um, though I, the best. I, friend. I think he's the villain. Of that film, not uh, no. I'm convinced. He's not. He's I'm not. Convinced. It's Simon. Well, that's the actor's name. It's um. No. Yeah. He's not the villain either. He okay. There's no actual villain, but yeah. they base it so that he's the one that like sways her away and makes her like change who she is. I, my whole thing is I I, I I I'm convinced. Christian Thompson. I just said the actor's name. I was like Simon, <laughs> but it's, the character's name is Christian Thompson. Yes. Oh, are we going on like a whole Devil Wears Prada I love dive at the Prada. moment? No, no, but it, it, but it, it makes me happy. It's a good movie that just no makes me happy. No matter what, I think no I quote it. I think I quote it on an almost daily basis. Yeah, I know we quote it. You quote it at work. We quote it at home. But that's just a good. If it's on TV, I put it on. Yeah. Or if I'm not feeling well, we put something on. It tends to be yeah. that kind of a thing. What about you? What are some some go to feel good movies and shows? Feel good movies and shows. Um, uh, even though I think it's a trash movie, uh, Transformers. The first one? The first one. Oh, the first one was great. Or um, honestly, any of the Blade movies, the Wesley Snipes Blade movies, they're See, so bad. Those all blend into one for That's me. Fine. And I don't That's fine. That's a fair assessment. You don't need to. You don't. <laughs> okay. You don't. You, you <laughs> don't. Don't even worry about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's in that. Uh, I love The Office. I recently started rewatching yeah. The Office. When we were, had been married, what, a year and a half or two years? Yeah. And we watched the whole thing start to finish yeah. as we were going to bed each night. Yeah. Um, and you, yeah, I saw that you started that again the other well, day. Well, I started, uh, not to plug another podcast on our podcast, but I started listening to Office Ladies, which I is Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsley. Because I, I love both Kinsey? of them. Kinsey? Kin- Kin- Kinsley? Oh, is it Kinsey or Kinsley? Anyway, point is. Yeah. Pam and Angela. Pam and Angela. <laughs> Pamgela. Pamgela, the Pamgela podcast. I like that. Yeah. Because I had listened to Jenna Fisher's book a few months ago and I loved it. So yeah, I, a, I need to listen to this really podcast It's a really great too. podcast. Um, it's actually, I'm uh, going to tell um, my acting coach that he needs to recommend it to his actors because there's actually a lot of really interesting There's really cool tidbits they put in. Yeah. Um, about being a series regular on a show. Oh, that's cool. Um, not just from like the cool fun things, but from like the actual acting choices you can make as an actor. That they don't realize they're talk they they're not looking at it from a craft standpoint, but they're looking at it just like they're just talking about what they were doing. Oh, on the podcast, anyway, but it's just really good. So now I'm going through and rewatching it, and yeah, you were saying little. I'm learning things about the show. I'm also learning um, about writing and building a show in that way, and that's like really cool. The importance of great casting, the importance of the chemistry, so important. and then what's really cool is just. Watching, I think one of the things that makes me happy now, when I'm blue, when I'm sad, when I'm like, oh, when is that opportunity going to come? When mm-hmm. am I going to get? When am I going to be able to pay my bills for my art? And as much as I appreciate my day job, I don't want to be there forever. No, I and know I would, we don't want I, that. Yeah, but for I mean, you either. But 
it, it's more just like how how do I sustain myself until we get there? Right. And I watch these people just having the best time yeah. and doing work what they and love doing and they're the working. work. Yeah. Like working their tails off. Yeah. And it just makes me happy. Anytime I watch a show or a movie now and I can suspend my disbelief and feel uncomfortable and feel engaged and feel awkward and feel the love or feel the fear. I appreciate it so, so much, much because that's an actor. Yeah. It's a editor. It's director. It's a whole team of artists yeah. doing their work, doing Absolutely. their job. Yeah. And they're doing their job for me, the end mm-hmm. consumer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are doing it to, for the bills that they're getting, uh, the money they're getting paid. But it's like, it's such a interesting like connection because you feel this intimate relationship to what they're doing. And I know we um, sometimes feel like we have a relationship with actors or celebrities because we see them on TV so much. Right. And that's not how I mean it. What I mean to say is that these people are lifting me up and I feel such respect. Yeah, off. sure. Done. <laughs> uh, I have such I respect for them <laughs> for um, grinding it out to be where they are. I mean, you know, yeah. in the case of like PJ Novak, he didn't really grind very much. He was 25 and a lead writer. I didn't on know a that TV too. Show. So yesterday he put an, an episode of The Office on and he starts giving me little tidbits and it felt like it was the Vanderpump pumped up edition or like the MTV <laughs> crib where like the little tidbits of info would pop up because he'd be like, that was Phyllis's real car or she was this or this was that. And he was giving me all these awesome little random facts throughout the entire episode. I said, where did you learn all this? Yeah, I he just retain, I retain a lot of information. And I said but that was just so neat that all those production like, things are in there. What's when you're down on the, the when you're down on the uh, the career when you're down on the industry? Yeah, what's the TV show or the movie that makes you go? This is why I'm doing it for an opportunity to work with a cast like that, or to work with that director, or to work on a project like that. Ooh. Is it like an atonement? Is it a Pride and oh, Prejudice? Oh God, I love Atonement. And I love Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, the the 2005 Pride and Prejudice. Like, because I know how much you love period that films. Was, I do. I'm a sucker for them. Yeah, that's actually a really good example. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know my wife you, well. You know me very, very well. <laughs> as far as TV shows where I'm like, oh, I want to do it for that, um, I can't really think of a TV show at the moment that I'm like, yeah, about that. But back then, X-Files for sure. Mm-hmm. Um Got to watch more of October Faction. I do need to watch more of October Faction. Uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, actually, is one one where I'm like, yes, holy cow, I would love. Yes. Love. Yes. I would love to be on a show like that, big time. But period pieces, when there's something that's done and done right, done well, and the two examples you gave, both Karen Knightley films, uh, but yeah, Atonement and... Yeah, she has nothing to do with the quality of the film. She just has... She just happens to be the leads of it. It just has um, everything to do with the quality of her performance. Right. And, and she she's, was yeah. fabulous in I both. I think she's a really underrated fabulous actor, actually. Well, she's been nominated. No, no, no I, I just mean Oscar now at this times, point in her career. Well, she, she, just, she took a step back. She's had two children and she just... She's know, a mom? Yeah. Wow. She's had two kids. That's she nice. had the second one recently. It's nice to have the ability to do that. I know. Must be nice. Right? <laughs> She'll come back. She'll be back and bigger and stronger than ever. She didn't disappear. But she did take some time off, and she's she's a mama. Cool. She's a mama. What about you? Um, honestly, I th- still think part of me pro wrestling, and then... Yeah. You know, just because... Yeah. I still need to see Fighting With My Family. I think you I do. saw that. It's on... Um, it's on a like free mm-hmm, free watch mm-hmm. on Video On Demand. I was like, oh, it's time. Um, it's time. I think that... 
what those uh, performers do. And I would say artists, um, but I don't know that they will consider themselves artists. I think they just all think of themselves as performers. Yeah. Um, there's something beautiful to that commitment, that connection that they have, not just to their work and their characters, but to the the audience every night. And they put in the work and yeah. they put like, oh, it's really, it's heartwarming along that same line. Um, I really want a, like a multi, either multi episode or I would love a season long recur on a procedural because procedurals for me. You love procedurals. I don't know why. Yeah. Oh, Castle. Castle's a show where I. Yeah. yeah procedural. A procedural. Boom. But that's, but that specific one. Of all the procedurals, there was something about Castle that just I think, it spoke to me. Well, I think um, like the Dick Wolf universe of TV shows, like the Chicago Med yeah. PD yeah. Fire, are those them? Yeah. Med and Fire. Like, and then they just did 911 Austin or something. Yeah. This is a spinoff of another show. I just, I love shows that I know what's going on. That's the thing with pro wrestling. That's the thing with procedurals um, is that. I want to be like a multi arc or a, a long arc, um, or you know, series regular. Wouldn't complain. Um, <laughs> on a show like that, um, as either the like the the tough guy, like villainy lead, mm-hmm. because th- there's mm-hmm. always that one like ADA or cop detective that you think is dirty because there's just something, there's something just an edge to them that you him. can't quite figure out. Or her, yep. And I've always loved those, like uh, Christine Lahti's turn on Law and Order SVU. Um, who was it on um, CSI? Anyway, so it's just like there's NCIS. All of those shows, I just I love them because you know you you it's a course in writing because you're literally hitting every bump for everything. <laughs> yeah. And you have it's to, always the same. And you have to almost write to knowing that there's going to be a sound bump. Yep. Like it's yep. unreal. That's true. Like That's really synergy true. of talent. Yeah. And it's so like consumable. You just binge it. And be- it's easy to do poorly, but like you said, the Dick Wolf universe and all that, oh, yeah. they are on. They, they, each one is compelling and, and brings you in. And it's so easy to parody. The Grey's Anatomy which they is do, the... They do lots of parodies of them. But um, yeah. I just, I love a good procedural. Yeah, Castle left my brain yeah. there. I loved Castle. That was such an exciting, I got to audition for, they were even for three episodes? Yeah. I, I, went, I went in three Sorry. times for that. I know. I never booked it. But I went in and I remember thinking, yeah. Like, here I go, going into a show that I love, and I'm, I'm doing it. This is so cool. Um, but, yeah, that show, that show was special. Yeah, it's it a was. special, special it show. It was. Yeah. I was a big fan of Bones. I would have been. I never watched it. Everyone kept telling me, watch Bones. And <laughs> I just never, Bones. I never. It's got a very x file It does. I watched it. a couple episodes, and actually one of the series regs from that is now in October October Faction. She was started off as a recur and then got bumped got up bumped later up. on to a series regular. Yeah. 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 Because she's not in. I think she's... There's a few seasons where she's in every episode, but in most of the seasons she's not. And or, TJ... Yeah. Hines? Was an act now or way back when. Wow. Yeah. It's a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> deep cut. No, it's just cool to see, you know, where people go and what they do. And yeah. you got to just stick with it with this. 
Yeah, you just really got to you just got to keep on hanging around. And I think that's one of the things that's um beautiful about this last year is like you look back at 2019 for the actors that got the acclaim they got. It's like Laura Dern and Brad Pitt have been working for forever, forever years, and, and they yes, finally yes. won their supporting Oscars. But they and they um you know they've been names for a long, oh, long time. They've been huge. They've been huge. But they finally got. It is cool that you know this long in or how far in they've yeah. been that they were at had an opportunity to do projects yeah. where they got recognized like that. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, we still need to see. What's about to happen in Hollywood? Yeah. Uh, a lot going on lately. We just have not had the three-hour window to sit down and yeah, it's been do a lot. it. And we also haven't had like the 40-hour window to watch The Irishman. Nope. No, season, not yet. Season one of The season Irishman. Season one of The Irishman. <laughs> we will, though. We will, though. I, I feel very strongly about it. On a Tuesday. Going up. Going on up. A Tuesday. On a Tuesday that you have off and that You're I don't not have. rehearsing? Not, well, yeah. I don't think I have any more of those. Till March 3rd. I don't have rehearsal Tuesday, March 3rd. Cool. All the other Tuesdays I do. But during the day, oh, but that doesn't really work because, nope. you know, Lila's awake. <laughs> some of these are violent movies we'll to have around a child. watch these at some point I in life. I wish our audience could have just watched you figure out all those logistics <laughs> on your face. <laughs> I'm like, it was just delightful. Hours it was just day. great because you thought Yet, you had a solution every and then you time, didn't. <laughs> every time I say that to myself, I think of, I don't remember who said it, but someone said, Lin-Manuel also only has 24 hours in a day. So anytime you say there aren't enough hours in the day, look at what he's done. And so every time I catch myself saying that, I go, Lin-Manuel. I'm not throwing away my right? shot. And I love him. I'm not throwing away my shot. So I have to stop saying that. Yeah. Or if I say it, then just remind yourself remind that yourself Lin-Manuel, with, Lin-Manuel also has 24, has 24 hours, hours in a day. day. And now he has two children. To be fair, while he was writing Hamilton for the whole first part of it, he did not have them yet. But And he already had a Tony. And he already had a Tony. But he earned that. But Tony, still, no, no, he, he totally, hard. he totally earned it. He's incredible, but he also only has twenty four hours in a day. So just something to keep in mind yeah. when we go. There isn't enough time, yeah. which there isn't. Yeah, However, everybody, everybody who makes it, yeah, has the same number of days, same exactly. number of minutes, and exactly. It's just a matter it's just of how they're using them. How you use it, and every now and then you need to collapse. Like last night, thank you. He did the dishes, and I actually got <laughs> in the shower delightful. and went to bed at like ten forty five. It was. Amazing. It was nice to climb into bed and just see you asleep. I was out. Yeah, what time did you come up? I, I messaged Late. him right before I was going to climb in. Oh, it was like 5 of 11. And I said, I love you. Don't stay up too late. And you wrote back. You had some stuff to do. And I was like, okay, see you in my dreams. Yeah, because I had to uh, put an audition on tape, um, edit it, upload it. Yeah. And then also Which walk the dog. Which I had to do this morning before Lila woke up. I was like, oh, God. And it was funny, too, because I texted you that. And you're like, right. Like, right. <laughs> I need to do that, too. Um, but, oh, I didn't tell you this part. So I said, that to, I said that to you. And I was like, all right, well, see you in my dreams. I love you. Good night. And as I'm putting down the phone, I checked my email one last time. And then got this bizarre, horrific image in my head of some possessed dead girl something appearing in the doorway of our bedroom and was like, the heck is that? And then got like all scared for a second and my heart started pumping. I was like, great, now I'm wound up and not going to be able to sleep. Why did that just pop into my head? And then I said to myself, well, just imagine she's tap dancing and like having a good time. So she's tap dancing and having a good time. And I chuckled. <laughs> I turned off the light and I laid I just down. want everyone out there to pity the <laughs> fact that I'm or just be I'm impressed. Not, this, this happened last night, This you guys. is my life. This happened. I'm married to this. And so then I 
lay down and I'm trying to close she's my eyes. She's the best, but she's and crazy. I can't quite fall asleep. And so I re-downloaded because I'd taken it off my phone, that Calm app. And I put on that one with Alan, the one that has that really deep voice who reads Beauty and the Beast. And I drifted to sleep listening to him. So that's how I fell asleep last night. That was such a long <laughs> story to get to. I re-downloaded the Calm app to I help know, but you're always saying, what are you doing for yourself? I re-downloaded the Calm app. However, I thought it'd be entertaining to tell you that I had this bizarre thing of this creepy dead girl who then I made tap dance and then listened to Beauty and the Beast. Great. <laughs> Love it. And on that note, let's let's go eat before Slida wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too. Thank you for putting up with my, my wackiness. I'm happy to. Yeah, and thank you all for tuning in. That was a lot of just <laughs> riffing, like you say, babe. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewalk, and this, and this has been, been Married, Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>